Welcome to Dazzle Without the Frazzle podcast. This is Folu TV, the essence magnifier. Once upon a time, I believed in the old myth that for women, success came with struggle, sacrifice, and suppression of some parts of our beautiful feminine essence. Now, I know that this myth is the fast track to burnout. This podcast explores going from ego-driven to essence-inspired. It's a paradigm shift. Join me and explore. Today, I have a treat for you. The amazing Sprite Loriano. She is a visionary humanitarian and conscious business and media producer who has helped transform thousands of lives around the world. Highlights of her varied career have taken her from bedsides of the sick and societal to boardrooms of billion dollar companies, raising millions of dollars for clean water, empowerment and education to co-organizing the largest food distributions in U.S. history and speaking to audiences as large as 13,000. This powerhouse is a self-proclaimed global citizen and miracle muse. She is obsessed with inspiring herself and others to live a high vibrational awakened life. So Sprite, thank you so, so much for um, coming on the Dazzle Without the Frazzle. Honored to have you here. You have done so much. I mean, more than many people have done, <laughs> will probably be able to do in many lifetimes, act into one. So really, really, I appreciate you taking the time. Thank you so much. I'm really happy to be here. I love the name of your podcast. I certainly can relate to it. And I know a lot of women can as well. So I'm, I, I love being here. Thank you. That is absolutely fabulous. So Sprite, let's dive right in. Um, I'm sure many women would be inspired by and really, really um, interested in understanding how you made it all work, how you've put done I mean, what was life like before you experienced burnout? Well, uh, what was it like before I experienced burnout? Um, it's an interesting question because I'm a person that has tended to create a lot of big projects uh, in my life. I tend to n not do anything very small. And, um, and so I would say, you know, Prior to the first time I experienced burnout, uh, life was fun. <laughs> life was um, life was fun. It was adventurous, and um, and then it it got really heavy and really intense. So. Um, I don't know if that answers your question, but I mean, it, you know, prior to burnout, life is good. Uh, life is good. You feel like you've got your act together. You feel like you know what you're doing. You feel like you can handle everything. And then all of a sudden it shifts. 
Wow, that that's very, very interesting, Sprite. So my question would be, if it was so much fun, why did you burn out? Well, because uh, in taking on really big projects before I really understood that uh, when you take on big projects, it's important that you recognize that you come first. Mm. And I didn't know that. Um, so I grew up with a lot of trauma in my life and um, I grew up very poor. And so I, it's taken me many, many years, many years to, and lots of trial and error to recognize that I get to come first and that I need to come first. And so I believe that for most women, especially, that probably is the main key ingredient that actually creates the burnout. That's what happened for me. Wow, so what I'm hearing you say, Sprite, is you took on the big projects, which is fine, but somehow you felt you constantly needed to prove yourself. And so you were probably <laughs> splitting yourself into all sorts of spaces or, or pieces just to make things happen and forgetting to top up your own cup? Absolutely, yeah, so sure. So it is, um, having a over overachiever type of personality, right? That I often say that I have been an overachiever and as part of overachieving, I learned to overlook myself. Yeah. And I know that I'm not alone in that, <laughs> which is why your entire program exists, is that I think especially for women, women uh, um, have learned through societal um, norms that we often come second. And, um, and that's just part of our society as part of culture. And um, not for every family, for sure. But I know that that's how it happened for me. And, um, and a lot of women listening to your podcast can relate to that. So it's a matter of, um, you know, burnout doesn't happen when you put yourself first, when you take care of yourself. And I love that Sprite. You know, I'm going to unpack that in two ways. So the first thing I'm going to say is, and I'll start with a lot the latter, is you're so right. Burnout is impossible when you take care of yourself. And I express it a little differently, but I think we're talking about the same thing is it's impossible to burn out when you're magnifying your essence. It's impossible to burn out when you're being true to yourself and your values. It's just not possible because you're continuously connected and you're operating from essence and not ego, right? And I remember when mm -hmm. I burned out, you know, as you said, many people have gone through this experience and the number one cause, in my opinion, was because I was disconnected from myself. And, you know, you said another thing, which is, you know, this concept of being an overachiever, a high achiever. And 
I very much identify with that. But I think what was happening there is although as a high achiever, we may be confident and brilliant and very capable and all the very lovely adjectives we can use to describe ourselves. What I've had to admit after having done such a lot of work is that, yes, I had good self-esteem, but I didn't have good self-worth. That, that, that understanding that whether my project succeeds or not, I am still worthy, I am still lovable, I am still absolutely fine, right? Does that mm -hmm. resonate? Absolutely resonates, yes. And, um, you know, I, uh, I, I wrote a book many years ago, uh, 2005, and it, uh, the book was called, it's no longer in print, but it's called The Nine Secret Ingredients of a Delicious Life. And delicious was an acronym. And the very first letter uh, for and delicious stood for deservedness. That the very, very first thing that we need in order to have a delicious life, a wonderful life, um, a bountiful life, a beautiful life, is to know that we are deserving of that. And which is what you're talking about, because that's the, that's self-worth. And again, putting, putting ourselves first and recognizing that uh, you know, until we put ourselves first, we're actually, you know, creating from a space of depletion. We're creating from a place of limitation and not from a place of complete possibility and expansion. Absolutely. I love that. And I'm, in my head, I'm now going to contrast deservedness and depletion. <laughs> so uh -huh. thank you for that. And I'm going to have to invite you back Sprague, to talk about those nine steps. I'm sure that they would help so, so, so many women. I mean, I just can't imagine that. What I want to ask you now though, is what did burnout look like for you? What exactly were the signs? Was it a, over a short period of time? Was it something that happened suddenly for you? What exactly and was occurring when you burnt out? Well, I think it, so first of all, it's um, burnout happens from being unconscious. And, you know, you had said, you had said, you know, not connected. So you can say it a couple of different ways, not being really truly connected to your soul, to yourself, to your essence. Um, and, uh, and from that place, <clears throat> Um, for me, uh, running on autopilot is living an unconscious life. And so it was definitely not something that happened overnight. Um, it was something that happened over, uh, several years of just constantly going, going, going and in, in an unconscious, unconscious way. And again, not, not, you know, believing that I was, you know, worthy enough to stop. I mean, I, I didn't even take a vacation. Like I didn't, I didn't take in one of my companies that I had started, I didn't take a vacation for five years. And, um, and then when I finally did take a vacation, this is kind of a great story. 
Um, mm. When I finally took a vacation, I was so completely exhausted. I couldn't mm. even think of where to go. And so I, um, I had been traveling back and forth, back and forth, back and forth to Africa, Africa to the U.S. And, um, uh, you know, those are long flights, right? <laughs> and, um, and, um, and so I couldn't even think of where I wanted to go. And so I just literally, I went on to, I don't know, Expedia or something like that. And I just, I did a search and I said, I'm just going to go like wherever it says, like the 20th place that it says. And so mm -hmm. what, what popped up was the Canary Islands. And I went and it says, it said Spain, Canary Islands. And I went, oh, great, Spain. And so I clicked it and I booked it. Mm -hmm. And then I went to buy my flight and I realized the Canary Islands was in Africa. <laughs> oh my goodness. <laughs> and I'm like, Oh my God, I didn't just do that, did I? And um, and so there I was, I'm like, okay, whatever. So I'm flying all the way there. I was so sick and burned out. I couldn't even leave the hotel. I, I literally, I just laid either in my hotel room or at the pool for like eight days and I couldn't even go anywhere. And that, I mean, and that, that was really, you know, that was the worst time for me um, that I recognized. And, um, and so I literally shifted, I shifted everything after that vacation. It was a big wake up call. That, that's beautiful, Sprite, because, you know, some people on, I mean, what, you, what you've just described sounds very much like adrenal fatigue, which is basically mm -hmm. you, you're able to do so much, but you're running on fumes, basically. It's not real mm -hmm. energy. And as soon as you stop propping yourself up artificially by whatever we use, the excitement of work, coffee, sugar, all the rest of it, our bodies just collapse. And I, I, I totally relate with that. Um, before then, though, Sprite, what kind of symptoms were you experiencing? I mean, was it being cranky? Was it unexplained aches and pains? Mm -hmm. Was it just low energy? Every, every woman is different, right? Everybody's different. Mm -hmm. What was your experience like? Because I think the problem is sometimes people don't even realize that they are burning out until it's happened and you look back. Yeah, so definitely uh, fatigue and not being able to get through the day without artificial stimulation, right? Mm -hmm. um, of some kind, like what you were saying, that's uh, probably the biggest immediate sign. Um, and then, uh, and then wanting to numb out, right? So just like wanting to numb out with, um, with alcohol at the mm -hmm. end of the day, I think that's mm -hmm. another big sign of burnout, um, mm -hmm. is that you know, that desire to, to numb. Um, and, um, and I was actually at, at one point, um, I was having pains in my body. So I started having pains in my breasts. Um, I started having inflammation and I think inflammation is a huge sign. And most people don't even know what the signs of inflammation are. Mm -hmm. Right. So, um, uh, that was like pains in my breasts, um, uh, you know, um, actually growing cysts in my breasts that were, 
you know, very, that were hard. Um, uh, pains in my uterus. I had pains in my, um, like my rib area. Um, oh my gosh, so many different things. I'm feeling mm. lightheaded, not being able to focus. We talk a lot about brain fog, right? Um, mm -hmm. Brain fog is huge <laughs> when you can't put a sentence together. Mm -hmm. um, and, uh, you know, loss of memory. Um, mm -hmm. All of those things are signs that I experienced for sure. Absolutely. And what I, and what's interesting about it is and those symptoms seem very similar to mine is I kept going to doctors and they would say, you're fine. There's, there was just nothing they could put their finger on. Right. Until once I was in front of a doctor and she looked at me and said, are you stressed at work? And believe it or not, I was still so. <laughs> I don't know what it was, disconnected, oblivious. Mm -hmm. I was like, no. <laughs> you imagine right anyway come a long way but I, uh -huh. I, I truly wasn't connecting it that's how bad it was and I think that's the issue mm. that we don't even connect the dots that the our buddies are affected by the environment by what we put them our buddies through so thank you for sharing that Sprite I really appreciate that and um what I wanted to ask you was you mentioned earlier that that trip to the Canary Islands was pivotal. Um, what exactly did you do differently, Sprite? What changed concretely in your life? Yeah, well, um, what changed at that point was I literally um, uh, left the well see at that time actually I had I had been actually working for another company and um a large corporation and uh and I you know I left <laughs> um I I literally I think I got back from vacation in July and by January I I decided I was done. And, um, and so, and then I just, um, I took time off and, uh, and just really shifted, shifted everything in my life and, um, recognized that I was really, I was unhappy working for that corporation. I'm an entrepreneur. It's where I love to be. It's where I'm, you know, really stimulated and, um, where I know my destiny is. Um, and so I, um, but I, but I just, uh, I got, I got out of a space where I didn't feel appreciated. I didn't feel mm -hmm. valued. I felt like I was running myself ragged for no reason. Um, trying to keep up with, you know, um, expectations and all of that of me. And, um, so it really supported me to, and then I went and I took a retreat. Mm. Um, I did a seven day retreat in Santa Barbara. And during that retreat, I got my passion back for me and for art and my creativity and, you know, those more feminine aspects of mm. ourselves. And yeah, and, 
and just allowed myself to dance, allowed myself to paint, allowed myself to sing, allowed myself, you know, just gave myself some space. And, um, and it was really, you know, and that th those are hard decisions to make, you know, because you're, um, I know a lot of women listening to this um, can relate to that, like, yeah, but you know, what do you do about money and all mm -hmm. of that? So, right. Mm -hmm. You can't, you can't always just leave, you know, a job or leave um, a business or something like that. And, um, and I, I was scared. I was scared mm -hmm. during that time because I didn't have, I didn't know what I was going to next. Mm -hmm. I really completely took a leap. And that leap was, was me saying to the universe that mm -hmm. I am important. I matter. And, um, and the thing is, is that the universe will always respond to that because it's the, it's the truth. And, um, and I did, you know, I did, um, find, you know, my next amazing passion. Um, and it didn't take too long, you know, that I was able to get into and start something new, but taking that time, uh, for me was just heaven. It was, it was bliss, but it, it, but it took courage to make that decision, mm. um, to do that for myself. Absolutely. Um, you said so many things that are so, so valuable here, Sprite. So I'll start with the courage. It takes courage to do so because you actually going into the unknown, which is a state for most people, which is so uncomfortable, and especially as a high achiever, I'm sure with probably a nice, beautiful streak of perfectionism, <laughs> um, being in a state of not controlling must be very uncomfortable. And what I would say as well, um, Sprite, is I love what you said about you left because you know, you were not being celebrated, right? You were probably just being tolerated. You were not in your place of genius. And another reason I think many people burn out is there's what we call values tension. So if your spirit is entrepreneurial and you're in a place where you're ticking the boxes and having to stay on rail tracks, it just reminds me of the quote that burnout is like going through the motion, but your soul has departed, right? So thank you for sharing that. Mm -hmm. And what I love about what you said, um, Sprite, is you mentioned things, and I was actually talking to ladies about that this morning, art, creativity, allowing yourself dance, so movement. And would you say that these things are what really are great, awakening our feminine energy, right, as opposed to the masculine energy? What would you say to that? Yeah, absolutely. I, I, it is, it's imperative. So for any woman who is experiencing burnout and coming out of that space mm -hmm. uh, into health and wholeness absolutely requires a, um, a reactivation, a recapturing, um, a re-falling in love with that feminine side of you. And um, that, that is, you know, that is creative and it's not that the masculine is not creative. It is creative. Mm -hmm. Um, but there is, um, there are definitely more feminine ways of expressing creativity, mm -hmm. right? So, um, which is, 
uh, versus creativity that just comes like from uh, the head come mm -hmm. coming from the heart. And, mm -hmm. um, and that does actually get activated through movement, uh, gets activated um, through, you know, um, artistic, you know, ways of expressing it gets activated through connecting with nature hugely. So, you know, that's one of the really, the really important things is to, you know, get your feet in the grass, um, you know, connect with trees, connect with smells, with nature, um, uh, essential oils, all of those, um, all of those aspects of nature will automatically bring us back to because it's mother earth it's pachamama that's the feminine energy mm -hmm. so it mm -hmm. that's like a fast track of connecting you with your feminine i love that you mentioned something that i'm really passionate about um essential oils especially because no matter where you are whether you're able to access beautiful nature or not you could always have an essential oil right um mm -hmm. what i'd like to ask you is for a woman who's burning out right it's happening already or she's actually you know recovering how how would how do essential oils help her exactly in that process of recovery well so uh, just to share something kind of fun with you and a little mm -hmm. bit and a little bit sciency uh, okay. so that people can really understand how they actually work and um, is that your body has um, I think it's like three trillion cells in your body mm -hmm. but the um, a pure botanical essential oil in mm -hmm. one drop has um, 40 million trillion molecules, <laughs> wow. 40 million trillion, right? Wow. And so, um, so what happens with the essential oil when it's a pure molecule that, you know, is not adulterated is that that molecule, um, when it's put on topically, it, within 20 minutes, it's literally in every it's surrounding every cell of your body beautiful i love that <laughs> so like talk about taking a bath like that you don't even you don't even need to take a bath you know although the bath is fantastic because mm -hmm. the the water is so mm -hmm. water is so sacred and mm -hmm. you know that's such a fantastic way of immediately connecting in with um our feminine energy again with pachamama is through mm -hmm. water and then when you're combining the essential oils with that, you know, again, it, um, the recognizing, you know, some people don't really like put two and two together, but essential oil is it's plant wisdom. It's a plant and plants, every single pharmaceutical we have on the planet is a synthetic version of what a plant does. Mm -hmm. And so that's how pharmaceuticals are made. And so instead of you know, doing something synthetic, we're going right to the plant and the plant knows exactly what it's doing, just like aspirin knows where to go in your body when you take it. 
it's the same same thing. The plant knows exactly where to go in your body to heal and soothe, to recover, to renew, to um, to shift cellular activity, inflammation, neural pathways, the different um, those the different things that need to be shifted in order to bring the body and the mind back into a place of um, of balance back into a place of where, um, you know, you can think again, <laughs> where you won't have brain fog again. So there's a whole lot I could talk about all that. <laughs> well, I, I think I need to invite you again. So we now have two podcasts we've just lined up because this is also rich. That, that's really beautiful, Sprite, because what, what's very important is burnout is real i mean some people may may think i might oh i might be going crazy maybe the symptoms are, are things you know i might be imagining things but things are happening at a bio biochemical level where your body's absolutely out of balance and if you have things like breathing properly going out into nature slowing down dancing as you've said tuning into your creativity um and you know or using essential oils then of course um i believe that women as much as possible should have access to this because doing all of these things could probably even prevent burnout if that balance is always kept which is what is you know was best and for those who've already experienced it um i mean you're a perfect example that recovery is absolutely possible because i know you're doing wonderful things <laughs> and big things too um mm -hmm. questions right um there's a question I need to ask you, and I'm sure you'll be as authentic as possible, which is, some people say you can't have it all, especially as a woman. What, what's your take on that question? Can a woman have it all? By all, you know, you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. Yes. yes. So let's let's just throw that in the trash right now. Just throw that in the trash. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah, of course, yes, we can absolutely have it all. Um, it's not. It, it's about choosing. Okay. It's about choosing to have it all. It's about making the decisions that will support us to have it all. And when we're in a place where we're. Uh, uh, feeling incapable of making decisions that are the right decisions that support us to have it all because of um, limiting beliefs, uh, you know, past behaviors, um, memories, trauma, tra traumatic memories that are still, you know, locked in our system that, you know, we think we can just pretend aren't there, all of those things matter in being able to make the decisions that allow us to have it all. And um, so absolutely, we can have it all. We were designed to have it all. We are absolutely brilliant, um, fully capable beings uh, designed to have it all. And um, so our true nature, our true essence is designed to create anything that we want, anything. And so it is literally just the patterns that we learned and typically from society, parents, teachers, things like that, 
um, that uh, we need to make the decision that we are overcoming those, that we are going to shift those. And, um, you know, and that's when, that's when life becomes exciting because, um, you know, I walk around every day saying, I can do anything. I can do anything. And the more I say I can do anything, I can, I can do anything. But now I know that I can do anything from a place of loving myself still. And I have my oils all around me every single day that remind me. Like, <laughs> um, and, you know, I do the things now. I have the things around me. I do the things that I need to. I have the people around me. I've gotten rid of toxic people. I've gotten rid of toxic, um, everything toxic in my life. I don't have chemicals in my house. I've, those are all choices though, that I had to make. And I didn't make those choices for a lot of years. Hmm. I love the honesty, Sprite. I love the honesty because sometimes we know we should be doing something, but there's also sometimes an all say most of the time, a level of inertia, right? And, um, I think this is a really good space to end now. What I'd love to do, Sprite, is definitely invite you back to explore um, what the acronym DELICIOUS, starting with to deserve, right? Um, and, or deservedness, as you said so. I would really love to, to invite you back to speak about that because I really feel that, although I haven't read the book, in that will be the clue or the keys to having it all with ease and grace, right? Mm -hmm. And I would also love to invite you back um, to talk about how concretely in your life you started to integrate and layer the various um, supports ways mm -hmm. of supporting yourself and your system physically emotionally and spiritually so what does a day you know in sprite's life look like do you wake up and go for a walk in nature do you wake up and use an essential oil which one do you wake up and um you know first of all deal with one of your charities and, and, or or is it business or what, whatever it is i don't know but i'd love to discover and i'm sure my, um, my listeners would as well how do you, you know, manage your day? How, how do mm -hmm. you decide? You mentioned ch choice. My goodness, that's one of the most empowering, <laughs> empowering words. How do you choose what projects, you know, to go for? What inspires you? So um, mm -hmm. if you are open to this. Oh, I'm yes. Very, very happy to invite you back. This has been so delicious. So thank you. <laughs> oh, awesome. Thank you. Yes, I'm excited to come back and have that conversation. I think that's a juicy conversation. Looking Delicious and juicy. It. Love yes. it. <laughs> <laughs> right. Thank you so, so much for your time. Really appreciate it. And I look forward to having you back. Thank you so much. TV the Essence Magnifier and you've been listening to the Dazzle Without the Frazzle podcast. I'd love you to connect with me. 
Join my Dazzle Without the Frazzle Light group on Facebook.